Hey, what's going on, people? Um, So look, before we get into this podcast, um, I want you to do something very quick for me. It's not going to take long. Um, As you'll see right now, whether you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever you're listening to it, um, you should see at the very top in the show notes a a link. Uh, That link is a one question survey. It's literally one question. It'll take you less than 30 seconds. I want to know what you're struggling with in your career right now. you know, what do you need help with? I want to know that. I, I need that information. Um, I want to become a little more closer to my audience here, and I want to find out exactly what you're dealing with so we can, you know, make sure that we're providing the proper content for you. So click on that link. Um, I, I kid you not, it'll take less than one minute. Uh, click on that link and, and, and leave that information. And also leave me your email address so I can know how to respond back to you. Um, this week's podcast uh, is brought to you by the good folks of Red Lander, uh, based in Montreal, Canada. Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. Uh, so you guys know the drill. Just for being a listener to today's podcast, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. Uh, you're going to get a free trial. That's two free MP3s of your master. Uh, trust me. It is well worth it. I just mastered a project on it um, and it sounds great. Um, And I kid you not, just go and try it out for yourself and let me know. But most importantly, let Lander know that Straight Out the Den sent you. So last week, um, we got into a topic that seemed um, to touch a lot of people. Um, it, It was talking about fans versus followers and you know really figuring out how to decipher between the two and 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 explaining the difference right and that conversation was one that we really started offline and then um i I brought it up into the podcast and, and wanted to make sure that you guys had a chance to listen to it and from there um you know, it, it went back offline again, and a lot of people have been uh, commenting on it and, um, you know, just hitting me up and asking more questions about it. And uh, we even got invited to a couple other podcasts, and they want to sit down with me and talk a little bit more about the subject there. So it, that that's great. Um, whenever we have an opportunity to get the message out to you um, a little bit more, uh, that's always great. I definitely appreciate that. And thank you guys for um, listening and sharing that with us. It goes without me saying. Um, Now, I'm recording this podcast by the time you guys hear it in the morning. um, I actually record and right now. I'll tell you the time is 1234 a.m. So this is the same day that you'll be listening to this podcast is when I recorded it uh, just a little bit early. But um I wanted to share with you guys some something that happened um, very recently. So um, tonight in Atlanta, there was two main main shows that were going on. Right. And, and it just showed the two different spectrums of, of people in, in their career. So on uh, downtown, we had uh, the title show with uh, the Collie Grove title show that had Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz, uh, both great artists that are at the top of their career. Uh, they've been through a lot. They've, they've done a lot and they've reached their own success in their own way. And on the other side of town, um, more, more so midtown, um, near Piedmont park, um, at old Smith bar, we had, uh, Scotty ATL. Now that's an artist that you guys may have heard me talk about. If you follow straight out the but he's an artist that has been on the rise for a while now. Um, we, we met him a couple of years ago and actually had a chance to interview him when this podcast was a little bit different. Um, 
but we had a chance to interview him. Very dope conversation. Um, and I also almost thought about bringing that conversation back to have you guys listen to it. If you're a new listener, um, uh, you know, just wanted to give you an opportunity to hear that. But um, instead of doing that, I just wanted to share with you his journey and um, just what I saw tonight. So just to set the scene for you guys. Um, it was an unplugged show that he put on. Now, if you are a fan of hip hop, then you may have heard about MTV Unplugged and uh, Jay-Z doing it, uh, Lauren Hill uh, doing the, those shows. And, and it was just a great thing that happened um, in the early 2000s, I believe, um, when, when this happened. And um, it was just a great experience. Right. It was, so what would happen is you, you're used to hearing these uh, great instrumentals and, and, and heavy bass drum beats and, and all of these things stripped down to just uh, everything was unplugged. So literally uh, a guitar or, you know, you may have had some keys there or um, for the most part, just nothing heavy bass. It was just all live instrumentation. So you can really feel it. Right. And, and that was the whole purpose of this event. And so Scotty put on a great show. Um, he performed a, a couple of records, maybe about five or six records. Um, for a house, um, a, a packed house, it was definitely um, sold out um, or, or very close to being sold out um, in that venue. Maybe up to 200 people were there. Uh, great venue, great space, good people. Um, they're checking out the show. But one thing that I saw that, that really caught my attention the most was just the, um, the growth um, of, of Scotty ATL and seeing the things that he um how he's progressed in his career and also the changes that he made. So I, I want to kind of see how I can shift that conversation into something that we're doing today right now. This is not going to be um, one of those traditional podcasts that we're going to give you a step-by-step -step type thing to do to, to um, you know, better your career. But instead I wanted to kind of share with you, I, I titled this unplugged for the obvious reason. I just left this uh, show um, unplugged, uh, but uh, I named it mainly unplugged because I want you to, to think of unplugging yourself from a traditional system or a traditional way of creating music or a traditional way of giving your music and presenting your music to the consumer. Right. Um, we are in a different age. I mean, we're in a high technology age. We're in um, an instant gratification age, but we're also in an age where you can try new things and you can figure things out along the way. Right. So unplug really unplug from your your regular ideas or or um thought process of creating or putting on different shows there's so many things that you can do uh currently uh, to get a fan's attention right and so this was a very intimate show that we went to like i say anywhere between 150 to 200 people there but what was so great about this show is that everybody it was so intimate and the music and everybody was focused in on the stage. There were not that many distractions. Of course, you had people at the bar buying drinks, but for the most part, everybody was zoned in on the stage watching these artists perform um, with Scotty closing the show. Uh, other artists there were uh, Kissy Lee and London J and um, uh, Jock Beats and, and um, just a very dope show. Um, B.O.B. even came out on, on Scotty's set, but what was so great about this whole thing was just seeing how you can literally do so much with so little. Right. And so one thing that I instantly saw when I, when I figured that they were doing an un, uh, unplugged set, I knew I had to go there. So 
here's the thing about an unplugged set. Number one, Scotty is an artist that's known for, you know, Atlanta music. And so you're not expecting anything, you know, to do an unplugged set. So number one, that's a memorable moment that you've heard me talk about memorable moments in numerous podcasts. Um, and you know, it's a very important thing, but he created a moment. Um, he, he changed up the way that you saw him like this show literally changed to me, in my personal opinion, this will be that stamp on his career where he remembers this very moment when things started to move in a different way. It's because he created something that people will talk about forever. And it's the reason why I came home and said I wasn't going to wait until the morning um, and change up a subject. And to be fair with you guys, I didn't even write a lot of notes for tonight because this here is more so of a, just a sharing uh, my experience with you guys. And hopefully, um, me sharing that experience will give you an opportunity to just rethink some of the things that you're doing. Now, I'm not saying that you got to go out and do your own unplugged show. Not at all. Um, if it if it fits, if it's something that you think will your audience will love, then by all means, go ahead and do it. Um, if it's something that you've even already had in the plans to do, go ahead and do it. But what I'm really trying to get at here is just really unplugging your 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 thought process. There's so many people that will tell you and. I may even tell you the same thing to, to, um, Hey, you got to do things this way, that way, or this way. Right. I'll be the first one to tell you that, Hey, I'm only offering suggestions at the end of the day It's ultimately your decision. And it's up to you to really, you know, figure out what you want to do. Now I can steer you in the right direction and hopefully you guys are listening and learning something from me. Um, but like I said, ultimately it's your career. You have to make that decision to know what I'm going to do. Either A is going to work for me or B is not going to work for me. It's up to you. There's nothing else that can be done with that. Right. So I do want to share a couple of things because like I told you guys, I didn't take a lot of notes for this. I wanted to just really blurb out the information uh, that I had. And I had a lot of people just think about, you know, some things that were going on. And so I, I did have a few questions that came in and you guys, by all means, feel free to continue to send questions. Uh, but the homie, um, Alan Thomas, and this question came in right as we're recording. So you guys will hear me kind of go out of order. I'm going to take these questions as we go. Um, Alan Thomas wanted to know, and his, his, um, Instagram is Alan Thomas, A-L-L-E-N, T-H-O-M-A-S. Um, he wanted to know, where do you see hip-hop going in the next couple of years? That's actually a great question. I know you may think that's one of those questions that you hear all the time, but the truth is, where do I personally see hip-hop going in the next couple of years? I see hip-hop and music in general, everything is cyclical, right? Meaning that it's going to come back around. Um, at one point in time, your mom, if you're, I'm, I'm 32, or well, I will be 32 in June. Um, my mom and dad at one point in time wore Chuck Taylors, Afros, bell bottoms, white t-shirts, Levi's, right? So what is everyone wearing right now? Chucks, white t-shirts, Levi's, right? It's it, it it comes back around all the time is what I'm saying. Nothing stays the same for long. Like there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, the technology may catch up and yeah, you know, there's innovation 
there's always going to be that. Right. And, and the thing is, the newest innovation is streaming. Of course, uh, people have stopped buying physicals, but. They haven't necessarily stopped buying physicals. And I know I, you know, here, here's my thought process on this. People will buy whatever you provide for them. All you have to do is give them a benefit to buy. So once somebody has a true benefit um, to buy something from you, whether that's a CD, a cassette, a vinyl, um, digital, whatever the case may be, merch, if you provide it for them and give them a benefit of buying it, they'll get it. So I, I, you know, I I had a podcast talking about CDs and uh, tapes and vinyl and all the things. I definitely think you guys should go back in the archives and check it out. But I'll give you a a quick uh, synopsis of what that podcast was about. You got to take a survey of your audience, find out exactly what they like and then cater to them. If you have 40 percent of the people say that they love vinyl, then you need to have vinyl available on your next project. As simple as that. If uh, you know, 20% say, hey, I would love to have some tapes. Then maybe, you know, get a small order of tapes in that you can. And if it's not really worth the cost, then don't do it. But all of these things are, are made available and they, they're, they're there for your fans. So you just have to know how to work around it and know how to uh, really make it work for you. Right. So to get back to the question that Alan Thomas had, it's like, where do you see hip hop going? In the next couple of years, I truly think it's going to come back around. So it's going to come back around to lyricism. It's going to come back around uh, to selling product. It's going to come back around to making quality music. And it's going to come back around to selling physicals. Now, those physicals may not be necessarily, you know, shipping a million copies in your local Best Buys and all of that thing. You know, that that may not be. We may not see that again. Right. Um, Adele, you know, and Adele comes around every couple of years and and that's able to do something like that. But what I think we're really going to see in hip hop specifically, we're going to see people to start to challenge themselves. There's a a theme that's going around. And and that theme to me personally is just good hip hop. And, And when I mean good, I mean positive hip hop. Right. There's a lot of negativity that's going on in the world. And I'm not going to get too deep into that. But we're at a time right now where somebody we need to be uplift. Right. And I've said this countless numbers of times, no matter how many artists that you see out here that are supposedly winning, the artists that are truly selling music are the ones that can really rap the lyricists we have. If you want to go and roll them down, we have uh, Kendrick Lamar. He's a lyricist, but to the core, he can make great music, but he's a lyricist. J. Cole is a lyricist. He can make great music, but he's still the one selling those records. Kanye West, Jay-Z. These are artists that are lyricists to the core, and they're selling quality music, right? Now, don't get me wrong. You do have, like, your Young Thugs. You have Migos, and you have a host of other artists that are very talented and um, in their own right, and they are, you know, moving the culture that they are you know showing some type of impact um the majority of those outside of future are really not selling records however they figured out another formula they figured out like hey i don't have to sell albums if i can get you guys just to show up to a show if you show up to a show then you're going to pay for the show and you're going to buy merch and my songs are going to be on the radio and they're going to spin and spin and spin and i'll get paid that way Right. They, they figured out the other formula. We know that we're not going to sell a lot of CDs. And that's where the whole 360 deal and all of that stuff comes in, where labels feel like, hey, OK, there's other ways for us to get paid. And so 
that, that stuff is always going to happen. Um, the one thing that I really see happening, Alan, um, and anyone else who may have been thinking this, is the record label itself will slowly phase out and the new record label will be the corporate sponsor, right? So when I, what I mean by the corporate sponsor is um, if, you know, for example, Coca-Cola wants to get into, um, they're, they're already kind of in the rap game, you know, with Sprite and things like that. But if um, they want to get into the rap game, then all they really have to do is like, hey, I like what you're doing. I'm going to fund your next project. Here's a hundred thousand. Go and make your album, and you know, we just need you to put Coca-Cola products all over your whatever you're doing. Um, and you know, of course, Coca-Cola is a bigger company, so someone a little bit smaller may come in and do something like it. But that's what's going to happen, and you see it already with um, liquor companies and and clothing brands and, and Beats. Um, trust me when when I say that that Beats pill wasn't in that video um, by mistake. Uh, it was that's called product placement and, and product placement is simply the placement of product in the marketplace and visually or um, for you to see. And, and when you see it, it's just something that triggers in the mind that, hey, I remember I love this video. I remember the Beats pill being in there. Boom. I'm thinking about next time that you think about buying speakers, you're going to think about the Beats pill. It's the same thing that happened with liquor companies. If you constantly seeing Hennessy or something like that in a video, then guess what? The next time you want to drink, you're probably going to want some Hennessy. That's just how the game works, right? Uh, so the same thing can be said with, with hip hop. The new record label are the comp corporate sponsors. It's anyone that has a dollar amount that's willing to front you the, the money, put up the money for you to make your album and distribute your album, right? That's essentially what a record label is. They, they have money. So they give you money. They front you money, um, to make your album and then they spend more money to market and promote your album. In turn, what you're doing is just getting a high interest loan, um, that, that you have to recoup. Right. And, well, I think it's not necessarily a high interest loan, but there's a loan that needs to be recouped. So uh, as a quick model for those that may may or may not know, um, say that you sign. I'm going to use some very rough numbers here um, so that we can all pretty much follow along. But uh, say you sign a record deal for one hundred thousand dollars. Right. More than likely, that one hundred thousand dollars is not a. Um, you're not going to get a check cut for $100,000. More than likely, that $100,000 is your total budget for your project. Now, there are some incentives for signing. You know, somebody may um, give you like, hey, if you sign with us right now, we're going to give you $25,000. You can put that in your pocket. The other $100,000 will be for your uh, marketing promotion of your album, whatever, blah, blah, blah. All right. So you have $100,000 to put your project together. Now, most people now are working out of home studios, um, but if you're signed with a record label, they're probably going to tell you that that's not um, satisfying for recording. So they're going to book you into a high quality uh, studio. So in that high quality studio, it may run you um, anywhere between seventy five to one hundred dollars an hour. Uh, they're going to book out the sessions. They'll probably do a thousand dollar session, um, which will probably end up being like a four to five hour block for a thousand dollars. Right. Something like that includes an uh, engineer, uh, so on and so forth. So uh, we're, we're just going to say that you are somebody that's very prepared and you're, you're doing the work on your own. And 
you've already demoed a lot of your records. You just need to go in there and recut them, right? And so we're going to go in the studio and we're going to, you know, it's probably you have a what four hour block for a thousand dollars. Say it takes you a reasonable amount, 20 hours total to record your project. So that's five grand, right? Of your, um, and let's be fair, it's probably going to be more so on the 10 side. Um, so let's just say 10,000 just for shakes and Google. So that leaves you with about 90,000, um, you know, for your, um, your marketing and promotion. And so, all right, so you figure nine, 90,000, that's a pretty good number. You're feeling, feeling really good right now. Um, well, there's something that I forgot to do on top of all of that, that, that hundred thousand more than likely you're going to have to pay, uh, your manager, uh, 15 to 25%. Uh, your lawyers are going to take, um, a percentage, maybe 5% of that deal. Uh, so you're looking at after from a hundred thousand, you, you instantly drop down to 70, maybe around 70,000. So now you take away that 10, uh, on recording that leaves you with about 60. Uh, on that 60,000, now you have to, um, do your marketing promotion. Uh, you're going to have to shoot videos. You're going to have to, uh, get merch, all of these things. At the end of the day, that 60,000 has probably dwindled down to maybe about five. Right. And in the back in the day when you, you know, those deals were very prominent videos, you know, didn't cost you $500 like they do now, high quality video videos were, you know, ranging anywhere between 25 and up to a million, depending on who you're dealing with. But for the sake of this conversation, you, you, you know, we'll keep it pretty modest at 25,000. And so you shoot two, two videos and you're at 50,000. That's leaving you with, with 10 grand, uh, to try to do something with. And, from that point, uh, you're probably in the red, just to be honest, right? I know we went a long way, but you, you went into the red, and, and now you have to sell your album and uh, recoup. And, and you know, we, we can talk about the formulas for all of this stuff, but at the end of the day, if you're signed to a record label, you're probably only making, if you're lucky, you know, maybe 50 cents an album. And that's a very high estimate. It's probably nowhere near that. But, you know, just for the sake of this conversation, 50 cent. And, you know, this climate, how many albums you think you're going to sell? Let's say you moved 100,000 at 50 cent. You're looking at $50,000. You didn't recoup. You didn't recoup. You're actually still in the red. So that hundred thousand that you had still, you know, you still owe that back to the label before you start making any profit. So um, at 50 cent an album, you're going to have to sell about 200,000 copies before you see any profit, before you just literally break even. And the truth of the matter is that's hard to do. When you know it's just on a hundred thousand dollars, and so most of the people that you love, those artists spent millions of dollars just to uh sell you know a million records, and more than likely, they probably still didn't recoup. That's why they had to go out on the road and make money that way. And, and even with their publishing, depending on how that's set up, you know, record labels will dip into that um in order for you to recoup. So, you know, there may be a chance where you're like you're old. Um, royalties, uh, mechanical royalties uh, on your album sales that you're not getting paid because, hey, you didn't recoup yet. Um, ask Lil Wayne. He's dealing with that now. He just 
put out a lawsuit uh, for that very same reason where he's owed um, some mechanical royalties um, on the sale of uh, Drake's and Nicki Minaj albums that he didn't get paid simply because uh, Universal Music Group said, hey, we still are owed uh, money and you haven't recouped. So uh, all of those things happen. And I know that that was a roundabout way of, of going through all of that. But all of this stuff is just really to say that you, you got to know where you're going and so um in my personal opinion alan i know you didn't ask for all of that information uh where do i see the record label going uh, i see it turning around but i necessarily more so necessarily see that corporate sponsors are going to become your your record labels now you're, you're not going to have to lean on um companies like epic or def jam or stuff, things of that nature they'll still exist because they're here but you don't have to lean on them as much you can literally go to corporate sponsors and get the same type of money uh, the only difference is you won't have some of those connections uh that the record labels had for for years and so you're going to have to try to massage some of those um, relationships on your own like getting on radio and things of that nature so uh, that's where I see it going um, and so like I told you guys I know this here is a, a very random uh, podcast I know but I, I felt like I had to go ahead and get this one out now uh, we do have a couple other things going on uh, before I, I close this one out um, I do want to ask you guys if you are listening to this uh, on SoundCloud, that's great. I do appreciate it. But please, um, please go to iTunes and subscribe, rate and review in that order, please. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. And it definitely helps us in the rankings. It helps us to um, move forward and reach more people. And the only way that we can reach more people is um, through you. So please do so. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. And yes, the other thing, and I, and I promise you, this is the last announcement um, before we get out of here. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about um, some new things that are coming. Um, and a lot of you have contacted me about some one-on-one -on -one time, right? Now, I can't promise the one-on-one -on -one time, but um, I am building something that I'll be able to give a little more one-on-one -on -one time to those that are interested. Now that one-on-one -on -one time will come with the fee. Um, but it, it is imperative that if you want to take your career to another path, that, um, it's something that you want to look into, right? I, I don't press anybody for anything. If it's for you, um, it's for you. If not, oh, well, the podcast is free. Come back every week and get those gems. But for those that are interested, um, in that, uh, we are rolling out that product. Uh, that product will be here very shortly. Um, and it will be available for, for anybody that wants to, um, it, like I said, will be a price on it. Um, but there are some things that are going to be, um, laid out in a way that you can really take action. Um, I know on this podcast, we talk about some things and, and you have to take notes. If you do take notes, then by all means, you will be ahead of the game. But for those of you that may not um, want to take notes doing an audio podcast, that we're, we're going to um, roll out these uh, these classes per se um, that will really help you further your career um, in, in every different aspect. So by all means, uh, definitely stay tuned to that. Um, once more information becomes available, we will um, absolutely uh, tell you about that. So if, if you are interested in that, um, the, the best thing for you to do um, at the very top 
of the show notes is, um, and also what I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, click on that link, go there and answer that question. What are you struggling with? What do you need help with? Um, let me know that and put your email there is once I have your email there, I'm able to contact you directly and let you know, um, where we can help. And, you know, if it's something that we can't help, then by all means, we will let you know that. But um, the only way that we'll be able to get that information out to you um, is that you click that link and answer that one question and provide us with your email address. Um, that's it. You know, I, I do appreciate you guys listening. Um, I guarantee next week it will be more of a traditional um, episode, but it was just coming off of this show uh, with Scotty. I just had to talk about it, you know, um, it was just, it was a great experience, right? There was a lot of people in the building. Um, shout out to, um, you know, like I said, the whole No Genre account was there. Um, Big Gip showed up to show some support. Um, TJ to DJ, uh, B Rich was there. B.O.B. was there. Um, Grant Street had an artist that was there that was very uh, dope. He opened up the show. Um, just a lot of people that showed up and showed out um, in the city to put on for, for Scotty and he gave us something different. So uh, I just want to say salute to him and keep working it. And if you guys are inclined, um, I don't know who you're looking at, but if you do want to vote for him, um, for double XL freshman, go and do so. Uh, this is not an ad for Scotty by any means, but, um, if you do want to vote for him, you can go there and, uh, vote for him. I'm sure he would greatly appreciate it. But other than that, that's all I had this week. Uh, like I said, it's a very, um, different type of podcast this week but i just wanted to speak with you guys um and, and share just a, a few quick um tidbits on, on what i uh saw today and some things that just naturally came to my heart so um hopefully you guys enjoyed it hopefully you can use those um tools to help further your career um and hey like i always say if you guys have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality with that being said i'm jay good straight out the den we out see you guys next week